Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome back to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Sleep podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about finding joy in the journey. I know that our world is filled with challenges and uncertainties, and it's so easy for us to lose sight of the joy that surrounds us. But I want you to know that as we walk in our God-given purpose, embracing joy and gratitude becomes not just important, it is essential, okay? Embracing joy is essential. Now, let's talk about what joy actually is. Joy in its simplest definition is a profound feeling of happiness and contentment. It's a state of being characterized by inner peace, fulfillment, and delight. However, when we look at joy through the lens of a biblical meaning, it takes on a deeper significance. In the Bible, joy is more than just a fleeting emotion tied to external circumstances. It's a spiritual fruit a manifestation of the Holy Spirit's work within us. Biblical joy is rooted in our relationship with God and his promises rather than in temporary pleasures or achievement. Joy in the biblical sense is closely intertwined with faith, hope, and love. It's it's our deep-seated assurance that transcends the challenges and trials of life, knowing that God is sovereign and his purposes are ultimately for our good. Biblical joy is not dependent on our circumstances. It's a choice, a conscious decision to rejoice in the Lord always, as Paul encourages us to do in Philippians 4.4, regardless of our present situation, Joy is sustained by our trust in God's faithfulness and his unfailing love for us. Ultimately, biblical joy is a reflection of our intimacy with God. As we abide in his presence, allowing his joy to fulfill our hearts, we experience a profound sense of peace and fulfillment that surpasses all understanding. It is a joy that remains steadfast amidst life's storms, illuminating our path and infusing our lives with purpose and meaning. Now, just let me pause right there. I want nothing more than all of us to experience biblical joy. Yeah, you know, the standard definition of joy sounds great, But nothing sounds better than biblical joy. And biblical joy, the joy that God created, the joy that we feel in our innermost being, thanks to our relationship with him, feels like nothing else. This is the joy that you can still have when the road is going tough. This is the joy that you can still have 
even in the midst of having a broken heart. This is the joy that you can still have when you look in, in your bank account and you might not see the money there, but you know, and bills are due, but you know that God has you. You still have this joy, this fruit that he has given you. So let's really talk about how we can ensure that we don't let this joy that God has gifted us slip through our fingers, how we don't let this joy that has been given to us be given away and swap for things that are not joy, things that have come to distract and upset and destroy and anger. We're not doing that. We aren't trading our joy for anything in the Lord's year of 2024, okay? We are holding on to the gift that God has given us and appreciating it and exercising it on a daily basis, this joy this joy that although I have given you a long definition of what it is, it's still this unspeakable joy that you can feel deep down in your soul that makes you get up and shout a hallelujah, that makes you want to worship, that makes you smile on a rainy day. That is the joy that I want you to have on a daily, 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 daily basis. So let's get into it. Now, I want to start with exploring the profound gift of joy that God has given us. In Psalm 16, 11, it says, you make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Here we see that joy is not just a fleeting emotion, but a deep-seated assurance that comes from communion with our creator. Joy comes from building relationship with God. Joy comes from us getting into that secret place. Joy comes from us praying. Joy comes from us getting into the word. Joy comes from us worshiping. Joy is a manifestation of our time spent with our God. It is crucial for you to remember that joy is a gift. And like I said earlier, this is a gift that we should not give away freely, especially in the middle of life's trials. In James 1, 2, and 3, we're reminded, it says, consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters, Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. So even in the midst of challenges, we're called to maintain our joy, knowing that God is refining us for his purpose. Let's pause there. How many of us can say that we have maintained joy in the middle of a trial? That is a hard one and I completely understand it because when we're in the trial, when we're in the the storm, we really want to be woe is me, right? We want to be like, Lord, why me? Sometimes we work, we're walking around with our trials and our tribulations written all over our face. We're miserable. We're upset. We're angry. We're taking it out on other people, but that's not what God has called us to do or act when we're in these in these situations. Let me go back to James 2 and 3. It says, 
again, I'm going to read it again because I want it to sink down. It says, consider it pure joy (laughs) whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So tomorrow, when a trial comes and knocks on your front door, when your your kids may be upsetting you or testing your gangster, <laughs> when your boss has got you on the edge, when you're in the supermarket and that person has just irritated you beyond compare, you remember to have joy even in those situations. You let the countenance of joy rest upon you. Let your face change. Let your your your, your grip relax, right? Let your jaw relax. Put a smile on your face knowing that God is working even in those moments and he has given you that gift of joy so you can face that trial, that test with a smile, with peace, with hope, with love, with faith because God has given you the joy. Now, Nehemiah 8.10 says, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Come on now. The joy of the Lord is our strength. What does that mean? When you're not feeling strong, when you don't feel like you got it in you, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's where you're going to find it. That's where you're going to find that extra oomph to keep on going in the joy of the Lord. Now, this verse reminds us that our source of strength comes from the joy found in God's presence. Even in times of difficulty, when we feel weak or weary, we can draw it upon this joy to sustain us and keep us moving forward in our purpose. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, come on now. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You put on the joy of the Lord just like you put on the full armor of God. Just like you put on the full armor of God. Don't forget to put the joy, the gift of joy on you. Get in his presence, jump up and down, say woohoo, <laughs> or whatever you do when you're joyful. Say, God, I'm, I'm with you today and you are most importantly, I'm with you, but you are with me. And I know with you, with God by my side, all things are possible. I know with you by my side, I can have joy in the midst of the storm. I know with you by my side, I can have strength because your joy gives me strength. Hallelujah. Now, Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Here is where Paul emphasizes the importance of continual rejoicing in the Lord. This isn't dependent on our circumstances, but stems from our relationship with him. Now, when you're rejoicing in the Lord, joy comes over you. When you're rejoicing in the Lord, happiness comes over you. When you're rejoicing in the Lord, peace comes over you. So rejoice in the Lord always. Now, joy isn't 
dependent on our circumstances, but it stems from our relationship with God. It's a mindset shift that allows us to find joy in every season of life, whether smooth or rocky. A mindset shift. It's how you look at what's in front of you. It's how you look at the test and trial. It's how you look at what God is doing in your life. Whether you agree with it or not, it's how you look at it. It's perception. Perception will change your response. Ask God for that mindset shift. Ask God to help you perceive things differently. Ask God to take you from the glass is half empty mindset to the glass is half full so that you can operate with joy at all times. Psalms 30 verse 5 says, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. This verse reminds us that even in our darkest moment, joy awaits us. Just as the dawn follows the night, God's grace and favor bring about a new day filled with joy and hope. Just like you can get a fresh anointing on a daily basis, you can get your fresh fill of joy from the Lord. You can get your fresh fill of hope from the Lord. All you need to do is get into relationship with your God. Spend some time with him. Start your day with him. Let me tell you something. There is nothing like starting your day with God. It will change your day completely. I'm telling you, if you wake up first thing in the morning and you give your first 10 minutes to God, start slow. I'm not saying go into your prayer closet and, and get down on the floor and play for hours and hours on, on end. We're not there yet. I'm just saying give God the first 10 minutes of your day and the last 10 minutes of your day. Watch how your day changes. Watch how your mood changes. Watch how you perceive how your perception of life changes. As soon as you wake up, thank God. Thank God. Sometimes we're, we're looking for the big things, but thank God for the little things. Your eyes open this morning and you can see. You stood up on your feet and you can walk. Some people didn't do that. Thank God. Pray to God. Worship. Listen. And then go about your day. I want you to challenge yourself to do that. Honestly, for the next 30 days, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. Do more if you can, but at least 10 minutes, right? Get your devotional, get your Bible, spend some time with God. I promise you, after you start standing 10 minutes, you're going to want to spend more time. But if you need a little push for the next 30 days, March is about to start. March 1st to March 30th, March 31st, or whatever the last day of March, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. And and you know what? DM me, send me an email an email let me know how that has changed your life okay now I want you to incorporate these scriptures into our understanding of joy and let that reinforce the idea that is not merely an emotion tied to our circumstances 
but a deep-seated conviction rooted in our relationship with God. It's a resilient joy that transcends the ups and the downs of life, providing us with strength, perseverance, and unwavering hope. So, as we navigate the journey of life, let's hold fast to joy that God has gifted us. Let's draw strength from his presence. Let's rejoice always. Let's trust in his promise that joy comes in the morning, even after the darkest of nights. With this perspective, we can face life's trials with courage and grace, knowing that our joy in the Lord is our ultimate source of strength and purpose. So you might be saying, okay, Shantae, this is great. I'm going to start operating in this gift of of joy that God has given me. How do I go about that? Well, I've got some, some steps from you, from steps for you, okay? So write this down, four easy steps. We're gonna practice gratitude, okay? That's step one. I talked about it a little bit earlier. We're gonna start each day by counting our blessings and expressing gratitude for the goodness in our lives, no matter how small one. Step two, we're gonna find beauty in the ordinary. Take moments to appreciate the simple pleasures around you, from a warm cup of coffee to a beautiful sunset. Take joy in those things. Step three, serve others. There is immense joy in serving others and making a positive impact in their lives. Look for opportunities to spread kindness and love wherever you go. Look for opportunities. If you're out tomorrow getting lunch, why not buy lunch for the person behind? Or if you see somebody, you know, on the street who's displaced without a home, why not get an extra sandwich at the deli and give it to them? There's joy in that. Serving others, there's joy in that. And I know as women, we serve others all the time, but look for the unusual ways you can serve. And finally, step four, spend time in God's. Delve into scripture to find encouragement and strength, knowing that God promises everlasting joy. Our journey to joy doesn't have to be a solitary one. Remember, while you're you're on this journey, to finding joy in life, to experiencing God's joy at all the time, you can invite your family and your friends to join you on this path to discovery. Nurture authentic connections. Foster an atmosphere of love and laughter. You can teach your children the same four steps that you're doing You can do with your children. You can do with your family. You can do with your friends. What would happen if everyone around us operated, appreciated, worked in this unspeakable, unmeasurable gift of joy God has given us? Now, as we wrap up today's episode, 
I want to encourage you to reflect on the joy that fills your heart, knowing that it's a precious gift from God. Let's choose to embrace joy in every moment, trusting in God's plan for our lives and spreading God's love wherever we go. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. And right before we pray, I want you to remember that you are loved. You are valued. You are capable of living a life with purpose and joy. Until next time, I want you to keep shining your light brightly. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, our hearts are filled with gratitude for the gift of joy that you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for the assurance that in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Lord, we confess that amidst life's changes, it can be easy to lose sight of the joy that you offer us. We often find ourselves overwhelmed by circumstances, weighed down by worries and tempted to give in to despair. But in those moments, remind us, O God, that your joy is our strength. Help us to draw upon that strength to face each day with courage and resilience. Father, we ask for your grace to cultivate a heart of gratitude, to see the beauty in the ordinary, and to rejoice always in your goodness. Teach us to find joy in the journey, even when the path ahead seems uncertain. May we trust in your unfailing love and rest in the knowledge that you are working all things together for our good. Lord, we lift up to you those who are struggling to find joy in their lives. For those that are facing trials and tribulations, grant them your peace that surpasses all understanding. Pour out your spirit upon them, filling them afresh with the joy of your salvation. May they be strengthened by your presence, and encouraged by your promises. Father, we also pray for unity and love within our families and communities. Help us to share the joy that we have found in you with those around us, spreading kindness, compassion, and encouragement wherever we go. May our lives be a reflection of your love, drawing others into a deeper relationship with you. In all things, Lord, may your name be glorified. May our lives be a testament to your goodness and faithfulness as we walk in the joy of knowing you. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slate podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shantae Sapphire. Like us, like the podcast, follow the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast platforms and leave a review. 
leave a review. Let us know how this podcast is helping you on your daily journey towards purpose. Until next week, have a blessed week.